spooky friends, this is your spooky sister, Hope. And I'm here with my spooky friend, Brandy Lynn. Hi, spooky Hope. Are you feeling the spookiness because it's October? Spooktober. 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 Shittober is what we called it last year. fuck. Shit. Fuck. Start over. We got it. Let me, let me yeah, just... Yeah, go again, go again, just, go, let again, me say, go again, go again. Hi, Brandy Lynn. Are you ready for Spooktober? No, you did it wrong. Start again, start again, start again. Okay, let me just take a, let me just take a really long breath. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ready for shit time, you little spooky, tiny little ghost gal. I'm just gonna start. Hi, this is a podcast called Spooky Shit. I'm Brandy. That's Hope. Hi. We're content creators. We're content creators. We are um, recording ourselves because I've really gotten into TikTok because I'm late and because I'm old. I'm 26 years old. Incredibly old. Incredibly old. And so I'm just like, what if we like made TikToks and then became famous and then got to quit our day job? So we have to feel anxious on Sundays, which are our recording days. So we don't have to feel anxious when we're on the mic, like when we're just like sitting here, just like in our home and just like recording. I think it's going to happen. People work. love this. Yeah, I think this is like the content that people really crave. Yeah. Um. So this is our first episode of Shittober. Tober. Shittober. And um, yeah. I mean, like today we're we're covering the creepiest thing of all, the most terrifying thing, yeah. which is children. Children. A, child. a small human. Kids are creepy to look at. Yeah. Okay. So the most scary thing in the world is a child. Yep. And. It's not their fault, I would say. It's, like, never their fault. No, of they, course not. But that's that's why it's scary, because they don't know. It's the innocence. It's it, really the innocence. But also, the it, it's just, like, the uncanny valley of too small. They are too small. They're too small. I would agree. I would agree. And they're, like, proportionate, but small. Yeah, and, like, how much do they know in there? I, how much could they know? Are they letting on more, less? Do they know more? Is there another guy in there what what there's another guy in there a past guy a pa- oh yeah right because today we're talking about reincarnation reincarnation not just spooky children that but the horror movies do love reincarnated children reincarnated children and i heard this before i forget from who from what i take in a lot of media mm-hmm. and someone was like if you find a child under the age of two not sure when, where, how. Well, how are they If finding? you acquire a child okay. under the age of two and you mm-hmm. ask them, who were you before you were you, they will tell you their past life. Is that? Because they know. They know more than you think Have they you know. tested this? Do you know? I don't know any two-year-olds. I don't know. I wouldn't know any two-year-olds. I wouldn't know any two-year-olds. They're not really in my social bubble. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um... So, I, okay. I mean, like, yeah. So if you ask any two-year-old, they're going to be like, what were you in your past life? They're going to be like, I was... Um, Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo. Yeah. A World War II pilot. Some yeah. sort of Hollywood mafia figure. Some sort Just of... Just a, a famous photographer from yeah. the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, but sometimes there's, like, facts to back it up. Sometimes it's not just a kid being like, I was a cat. Yeah. Because the thing about kids are... 
is R. <laughs> the thing about kids are that they will always have an answer to your questions. Mm-hmm. If you ask them anything, they'll tell you yeah. whatever shit they but come up with. Let me ask you, do you believe in reincarnation? Yes, I do. Tell me more about that. I believe wholeheartedly in it because why not? It sounds fun. I love it does it. sound fun. Yeah, I like and it. And also I heard that if you like meditate or something, you can like meet them. And I'm like, hey. Yeah. I've heard that too, that you can meet your past lives. Past lives. Past lives. They're just in you all the time. Yeah. Do they know that they're already done? Yeah, because that's really sad for them. Like, if they're just hanging around watching you do your thing and they've already done their thing. Or are they you? Are you just... Again. Again, kids might have the right idea because they are small Mm -hmm. and they're like, I've had this past life. I was a puppy. Yep. Here's all the information you need. I have thought about it no more. And it doesn't bother me. It doesn't need to be thought about because I know it. I know it in my... I already know it. Beautiful, tiny skull. Because it was me. And then you forget. You forget all those old memories by the time you're like six. You need to. You can't. Oh, you think, okay, so you think you retain all the memories. I think, I think that's why the two-year-olds know. Because they got it. And then lose it. Okay. They just don't care. Disclaimer. We know that reincarnation is like an important aspect of many religions. Yes. Like old, established know what the fuck they're talking about religion. Yes. We're not talking about that. We are not talking we're about not talking that. About that. We're, we are not claiming that that is spooky. We're not claiming that that is weird. That we is are claiming that religion. American two-year-olds who <laughs> don't believe in anything Yeah, who are born anything, believing in nothing but Spongebob. Think that they are a Olympic swimmer from 1923. Michael Phelps. Michael senior Phelps. Senior? Phelps's. Was Michael Two Michael Phelps's ago. So. So, yeah. So, like, I mean, like Randy said, it's like, uh, it can be, it's either a philosophical or a religious belief mm-hmm. that, like, uh, that you become a new person after you die, um, and that you have all these past memories to go back on. But there's also new souls. You know about mm-hmm. new souls? Mm-mm. There's people like when they're they're just like fresh, they're oh. just like new. They're like I'm a new soul. You know, like how people say I'm an old soul, and no one ever says they're a new soul. No because one says that. Would that. Be, that's bad. You wouldn't want that. Is it bad? Well, I that does make sense because if you if everyone has reincarnated from the beginning of time, mm-hmm. there are more people living on the earth now than there was that like have lived. So you'd have to add new ones as time goes on. Because exponentially, humans have just increased in number. It's not like the same number recycled. Yeah, exactly. So there are new souls. How can you tell? I don't know, but... Well, I mean, I mean, here, this is one way. So I have some signs that you might be reincarnated. Oh, please, God. Okay, here's eight signs that... Well, this article was from Reader's Digest, and it said eight signs that you might be reincarnated. But in fact, there are only six. Uh-huh. So, well... The other two just got lost in the sauce. Just gone in the past. So, Brandy, here's we're going to take a quiz to see if you're been. Re- are you ready? You want to yeah. know who your past selves are? I have to. I'm really bad at meditating, so this is the only You don't way. know who any of your past selves are, right? No, but I must have them, right? Or am I a new soul? I don't know. We're going to find out. We're going to find um, out. We're going to find out. Do you have pers- you have persistent do you have persistent memories? Like like, do you ever say, like, you were born in the wrong era and that, like, sometimes do you, like, feel, like, do you have memories of, like, wearing, like, a little jaunty top hat 
and like walking around Victorian streets sometimes. Just remembering. Do you? <laughs> um. Yeah. Like always in Rococo, France. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you're making it up. <laughs> no. Because I'm looking into your eyes. <laughs> no. And I feel like you're not telling me the truth. No. <laughs> Do you have any weird birthmarks? Like really weird, like nasty. Do you have any weird birthmarks? Like nasty, weird. Like I got stabbed in a in a butt. Yeah, and like when you look at it, does it involve? Well, do you have one? I got freckles. That's about it. That's nothing. That's nothing. Okay. Well, wait. What happens when I look at it? It invokes a feeling or memory. Like, say you you have a bump on your head in the shape of a jaunty little top hat <laughs> yeah. and you're walking through Victorian London. Yeah. Um, I don't. You, I don't. Do you? No. But do you get, here's another one. Do you yeah. get deja vu? Oh, of course. Do you? Yes. Do you remember the last thing you got deja vu about? Just like walking around, baby. Just walking, walking around, baby. <laughs> just sitting down in a place. Yeah. And you're just like, wow, it feels like I've been here before. I've sat here before. And maybe you have. Did you? Um, yeah, I have deja vu constantly. But I think it's more to do with I forget a lot of things. And then we've, and then when I'm in the same place, I'm like, I've been here before. But it's only because I have, but I didn't remember. Or, or something. did you forget or was it a past life? In fact. In fact. Edwardian, Victorian, Jorian, one of those. I assume, I just like really, I just really feel like it's always going to be a Victorian lad. Lad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For you, if you feel that strongly, you have to lean into that. Here's a good one. Do you have any unreasonable fears? Like, like you're like, uh, I am scared of, I was going to say fire, even though you your house hasn't been on fire, but we live in Southern California, so never mind. Well, yeah, um, Have you seen the north of California lately? It's bad. It's bad. Um, okay, so are Wait. you? do you have any unfounded fears? I actually do. Tell me. And I, this is my evidence for I probably did have a past life. I have the fear of being in a body of water floating my back at night. That's scary to you. Yeah, because I did it once in a pool when I was a kid. Like, I was in the big old pool. It was nighttime, floating on my back, staring at the sky like the stars. Freaked me out. That's fucking Don't up. like doing it. And it, so you got freaked out as a kid. Yeah, and I still get freaked out. Huh. 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 Well, there's one um, in this really well-cited Reader's Digest article. There's one woman... <laughs> who uh, worked with a psychotherapist that they're interviewing. Mm. And in hypnotherapy, they did past life regression, and she saw that she'd been falsely accused of murdered murdered, and sentenced to hang. And, um, like, it, she got this feeling when she was looking at the sky. Just all of a sudden, she was just, like, looking at the clouds, and she got an intense and sudden fear of murder. When she was accused of murder in her past life, which we learned about through regression therapy, mm -hmm. just before they put the hood over her head, she looked up at the sky and saw the clouds, and then she died. So, you know, now she looks at the clouds. Very scary. So when you, maybe in a past life, you were, an alligator came up and grabbed you? Maybe I... While you were floating? I probably and just pulled drowned you at night. Well, you're specifically looking up. Yeah, and so down. I just assume that when you're drowning and you're like lost at sea for a long time, you'd be floating on your back because it's the easiest position to be in. Is that true? Well, it's easy to float. It's hard to 
If you're drowning, you float? Well, I mean, if you, like, fall off a boat and you know how to swim, but you just have to, like, conserve energy and try to live. It sounds like you might know something about this. Do you think that you are a castaway on a pirate ship? and that <gasps> In you, Rococo, France? In Rococo, France, because you have so many memories of it. Yeah. And that you had to float um, on your ass uh, and mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. for a long time. And then you um, got a crocodile came up and grabbed you and pulled <laughs> yeah. you down. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what happened. Do I think you, that's what happened. Here's another one. Do what? you get strange pains maybe in your sides from crocodile alligator teeth? I mean, definitely Just had a strange do- pain in my side yesterday that had nothing to do with the fact that I did a, a yoga the day before. Absolutely nothing to do with it. Hmm. Because that's not what exercise does to you. Okay. What Do you have any pains that don't I am pretty bad at breathing, though. Oh, tell me about that. Oh, I'm just bad at it. It sounds like you drowned. I think I drowned because I'm think you... pretty bad at breathing, but I do love swimming. I love going to I think you were like stuff. a little French pirate boy. A little French pirate lass oh. just got thrown into the ocean, drowned. Do you identify with another culture? What is this? <laughs> what is this? Um, let's unpack that. Um, okay, like maybe a Francophile has an incredible passion for the French way of life and anything French. Yeah. And is it, but is it just a passion or is it something deeper that you were, you were born with? That you're like Certainly drawn to not a location. Certainly not something creepy and weird. Or it's sort culture. of a strange obsession with yeah. culture. Your weird like collection of. Uh, French porcelain. Yeah. We do have a weird collection of European porcelain. We do actually have that in our household. So yeah. maybe we. Those are German though. So. Okay. So that doesn't count. Doesn't count. Um. Yeah, no, I feel pretty good in the cultures I got, in fact. Do you have inexplicable skills? Well. Like, did you master the piano at age six? Well. <laughs> well. I'm pretty good at um, catching things that are thrown to me at uh, at plays or stage shows. That's true. That's your superpower. That's my superpower. Yeah. If someone's like throwing confetti or like uh, the newsies are throwing newspapers at the audience, I always catch them. Maybe when you fell off that boat, someone, another boat cast you a lifeline. Maybe they saved you. But they didn't because I fucking drowned. No. Yeah. That crocodile got you. Maybe I was a... I don't know what the ability of catching stuff. Maybe I just loved the theater as a child, as a pirate child. That's Maybe. why I got thrown off. That's a very colorful character, yeah. if you are. Do you have inexplicable knowledge of a historical event? Or, well, you do know a lot about art history. I do know a lot about art history. I don't I don't think that's inexplicable, though. I did, I did learn a you lot did, about it. You did, like, learn it. I did learn it from people. Yeah. Okay, one more. Do you have... Wait, re- did, do you? Um... I don't like this. This is making me um, <laughs> think about myself yeah. and things I do. Yeah. And um, my own brain and my feelings and my choices. Right. And how much of it is inexplicable? All, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of it. Yeah. I can't explain a single thing I've done. So maybe in You're my just past. The oldest of souls. So many influences. So many things coming in and out to make these decisions for you that you can't understand. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. It's just like. I'm here and everything is happening. There's too many. You you have drowned in so many different bodies of water that you can't decide which one you're afraid of. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you have reoccurring dreams? Yes. What's your reoccurring dream that you have? Not 
multiple over and over again, but I have had a dream that I've had as a kid and then I'll have it again years later and I will know that it's a dream in the dream. And I'll be like, how did I do this last time? I better do it right. Here's and that has come, happened a couple times. Here's my thing. Yeah. Are you just having deja vu? Deja vu in a dream? Mm-hmm. Potentially. Yeah. But is that not? Because I feel like I have dreams where I'm like, oh, I just had a dream about this. Well, not a stress dream. Or I need a poop dream. We all have those over and over again. Oh, yeah. But like... <laughs> One where you're reenacting a part of a book that you liked as a little kid and you forget how you did it because you did it years and years ago as a little kid in a dream and you have to do it again as a teen. Our experiences are not universal. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Um, I do have reoccurring dreams as well. Um, wait, what happens in your reoccurring dreams? I mean, it's just been like once or twice. I think one time I was like a lion tamer in the series of Unfortunate Events novel series for children. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Very okay. Um, I have like I'm like just naked at school just all the time. No, but that's a fear dream. Doesn't count. I don't think so because your fears are always there. Hmm. Look, we all have to poop all the time. Yes. In our dreams, and we can't find a toilet. I agree. Yeah. Every time we talk about this, it's upsetting though. Yeah. I mean, do you have any weird recurring ones? I don't. I don't think I do. I might not be a reincarnation. I could make one up, but I... Maybe you're a new soul. Maybe I'm a new soul and I just don't know anything yet. Yeah, maybe you're creating those paths for later hopes to follow. But it's interesting because while we were talking about how this is a philosophical and oftentimes a religious Mm -hmm. sort of way of thinking, it's been studied as a psychological phenomenon, like deja vu has, or flashbulb memories. Yeah, like what the heck your brain do. Yeah, um, so there's... And there are places that study paranormal shit, and I'm just like, really want to know about that stuff. How do um, I become a part of that? How, how do, do I, I join that? Do that? Can I do that? How do I do that? Um, so the kind of idea is that these are false memories um, that your brain is making you think are real for some reason. Um, but it's not really like, can't figure out why. With deja vu, it's like, they're like, oh, it's like a glitch. But... This is like, these are much longer than a moment of deja vu is. Yeah, especially people. if they're memories that are so specific that you can actually track them and find out that they happened. Yeah, especially if there's facts. And there's like whole people's careers that are, they're like past life regression therapists. Although, mm. I don't think a lot of them have been certified. I think they're more in the Teresa Caputo school <laughs> of psychology. But... PhD in F. I see symbols. I don't know. But for 45 years, the University of Virginia has been collecting these stories about people who can recall their past lives. God, we went to the wrong school. We went to the wrong school. So scientists have been studying these, but like, there's not really anything conclusive that says what they are. Um, But I mean, like, I could, I could tell you a story. Or... You want to give me one of these cases? Or do you, you could tell me a story. Or... I... I'll tell you a story. Just tell me, tell, us, tell me a story. <laughs> okay. So this one is about a Ukrainian Jew that reincarnated into a Christian family in Oklahoma. What? What? Does this Jew have a name? Um. Yeah, his name is Marty Martin, which is fantastic. That's that's too dumb to be made up. <laughs> if you true. wanted to tell a lie, you you would have thought a little harder. Yeah. Well, he was okay. So, um, 
I mean, he was a Hollywood guy. It was a fake name. His first, mm. his real name is Morris Koloff, Kolinsky. And, um. What? Mm-hmm. Give, give it to me again. Um, Morris Kolinsky. Kolinsky. I thought you said colonoscopy. Like. Morris colonoscopy. <laughs> he was born in Philadelphia. His parents were Ukrainian Jews who had recently migrated to the United States. Um, Wait, had, when? In, oh, he was born in 1903. Oh, my God. Yeah. So okay. This was a, was a while ago. He um, had some family tragedies. He tap danced on Broadway. Wow. And then he was an actor. But then he re- relocated to Los Angeles. And then he became Marty Martin. Mm. Um, in 1932, Martin had a part in the movie Night After Night. Um but he didn't have any spoken lines. He was mm. just like there. He's just a tap dancer. He's a tap dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, we all we all get our breaks sometime. Just... But it wasn't it it wasn't a, he it didn't he couldn't make it as an actor. So he beca- he founded the Marty Martin Talent Agency, and that was successful. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, well, he was the married... agents are the ones that make all the money anyway. This is true. Mm. He was married four times. Um, Classic old Hollywood. Mm-hmm. He had one daughter. Um, and five stepchildren. Um, he loved the beach. He had an extensive collection of sunglasses. <laughs> Very specific. He had frequent sunburns. Um, he liked Chinese food, fine clothes, and travel, sailing to Europe, and visiting Paris. Um, and he was a Republican. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and he died at the age of 61. Good. Okay. Done. But let me tell you about someone else. Please. Ryan. Mm. Hammonds mm. was born was born in uh, Muskogee, Oklahoma, in two thousand four. Forty years after Marty Martin died, mm-hmm. the Ryan had like a speech development, like a delay in his speech. Yeah, um, when he was growing up, um, and he because he had this, it's called uh, adenoids, which is a cluster of immune cells, like located at the back of his mouth, and it hampered his breathing and his speech. Um, so he only finally started speaking in full sentences when he was four, after that was surgically removed. Ah, so they couldn't ask him. Yeah. And at that point, mm. he started talking. Oh, shit. Ryan, what you gotta say? He kept saying, I want to go home to Hollywood. <gasps> uh, he begged his mother to take him there so he could visit his other family. What? His, he said he wanted to visit his three adopted sons, because he was worried about them. Four-year-old kid, just being like, my, my stepsons are just like suffering i'm gonna go see them in hollywood and then it wouldn't be the weirdest thing a little kid has said though what's weird <laughs> it's pretty that would weird me out it's weird but it's not the weirdest he had two sisters he said he had two sisters and one biological child like marty martinson mm. and a daughter from his first marriage he told his mom he worked for an agency uh. where people changed their names yeah he uh he he Inferred to her that he had power in this position by saying statements like, do you know who I am? <laughs> if you mess with me, you won't ever work in this town again. Which sounds like a cartoon. That sounds like a cartoon Hollywood man. Yeah. So I could see a kid saying that. Um, but also that had to come from somewhere. Maybe Marty was the first. Maybe Marty was the first one who said, do you know who I am? That old Marty Martinson. Um, And Ryan said he had a big house with a swimming pool situated on a street that had the name Rock in it, which is very specific specific. food to give. Um, 
And he's just rambling. He's <laughs> like, Mom, guess what? Here are the facts. Here's what I got. <laughs> um, he said he had traveled by ship before. He visited Paris. He viewed the Eiffel Tower. And, he- you know, that's crazy because I've been around four-year-olds before. Got a four-year-old niece. Once a four-year-old nephew. They're older now. But I brought up Europe before. I brought up other countries that weren't this one. And they had no fucking idea. Little kids don't know any anywhere else exists. He knew about Paris. Paris is very specific. Mm-hmm. Cartoons don't go to Paris. Well, the Rugrats did. Well, the Rugrats did. Um, He saw the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. He danced on Broadway. Mm, he did? He said it. And he liked to demonstrate his tap dance routines to That's his mother. Very specific. Yes. In kindergarten, he would play at directing movies, which Marty Martinson did not do. So I don't know what that's about. Uh, okay. Just sure. being a kid. Um, he told his parents that he used to go to Chinatown um, when his parents first took him to a Chinese restaurant, which. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, and he knew how to use chopsticks without being taught. Well, that's pretty impressive. That's maybe just like a dexterous child. Yeah. Maybe he just just knew. Just, just got it in him. He also had a fascination with sunglasses, though. Oh. Remember, Marty Martinson had a whole collection. Had a whole collection. Um, and he had been sunburned often. So, like well, Marty. Okay, well, that's more like a parent issue. Oh, and he doesn't like FDR. What if a kid was just like, <laughs> your kid's just like, I fucking hate Roosevelt. <laughs> um... So Ryan also told his mother that he had seen her from heaven and he'd known her from a previous life and that he had chosen her <gasps> as his mother. Oh, I love so that idea. So he could take care of her. Yeah. That you could just pick. Well, listen to this. What? My own brother, who's older than me. So this story is just Your brother. Over. My brother. Not these people. My brother. Yes. He, um, one time, he stood up in his little crib <gasps> and he told my parents he's so glad he chose this family. <gasps> he said that to my parents when he was a little baby. He chose. He chose the family. So they can do that. They can do that. Yeah. Um, oh, Ryan remembered Cindy's womb. Um, and he asked her, why did you want me to be a girl? Which. <gasps> yeah. And did she? Um, yeah. And he said he observed her cry for a long time when Cindy learned she was going to have a boy. Oh, my God. Cindy, chill. Yeah. It's your old friend, Marty. I don't know. We don't know. So Cindy's like, <laughs> She hears all of this one huge tirade at the Chinese restaurant. While she's goes, dexterously <laughs> picking up egg rolls, a four-year-old, slotting them down. It's all at the Chinese restaurant. Newly clear throat. <laughs> yeah. Fresh. Yeah. Fresh. Getting that egg foo young in there. It's like, I've been to Chinatown. You know who I am? You know who I am? I've this been to Chinatown. This is all my movie. Right here. You want to see me tap movie. dance? He gets up and goes on the table. I've been to Chinatown. I've been to Chinatown. I went to Paris. Yeah, I've been to Paris. I've been everywhere. Wow. So Cindy was like, nah. And <laughs> she decided to get a bunch of books about Hollywood from the community's library, which is like in the Hollywood section, I guess. And. Cool. They came upon a photograph from the movie Night After Night, and Ryan recognized one of the men in the photo as himself. <gasps> and that man was Marty Martinson. He pointed at him and was like, that's me. Yeah. And he pointed to another guy, and he said, that's George. What? And the th- 
point to another guy and he's like, that's my friend who's a cowboy and starred in cigarette commercials. Wow. Was it true? Well, he, um, the, 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 Marty Martinson was such like an unknown actor that he wasn't identified in the book. He just like pointed to him in like a group shot and was like, that's me. That's even more proof. Yeah. So, um, Cindy was like, and (laughs) (laughs) who is that? Um, contacted Jim Tucker, who's a doctor and academic psychiatrist from the University of Virginia, who was doing this work. Um, they traveled uh, to Oklahoma City to get the case studied. And then um, this doctor was like, oh, and recorded all of this. Yeah. So um, they made a tentative identification of the actor who was in that picture. Mm-hmm. That Ryan claimed was him. Um, they And the this uh, Holly, this documentary... Make these documentary makers were like, let's hang out with this kid because this is fucking crazy. So they took him and they drove by Marty Martinson's house in Beverly Hills, and but Ryan didn't recognize it. Okay. So, but he did recognize the home of Wild Bill Elliott, who was a friend of Marty Martinson. Um, the TV production uh, company was like, okay, maybe this was an incorrect past life match, and um. Then they tried to figure out, like, who was the man in the photo. And it was it was Marty Martin, but he didn't recognize his house. So the film crew kind of, like, mm. went away. Not good enough, child. Not good Do enough. Do your tap routine somewhere else. <laughs> um, So Ryan also met in California his past life daughter. Remember, he has a biological daughter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, She was only eight years old when Marty Martin died. And she was 57 when she met Ryan. Wait a minute. He had a kid at age, like, 60? He married four times. Marty. 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 Mm-mm. But Ryan recognized her. <gasps> yeah. And she was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like a little kid that's like, my daughter. No. So this all this ends for a while so Ryan can have a normal life. And then at 11, um, Dr. Haroldson from the University of Virginia called him up and was like, what's up? And Ryan was like, I love 1950s music and I am a Republican. (laughs) Okay. And he wants to study Judaism. (gasps) Which if we remember from the beginning. His original. His original religion. Wow. Okay, but anything after the point when they were like, I think you're reincarnated could all just be confirmation bias. Absolutely. Like, once you tell a kid, hey, I think you're this guy, that kid's going to do everything in his power to be that guy, because that's cool. Yeah, and I think the ca- why this case stands out is that he, there was so much at the beginning. Yeah, before, before they actually. Before they actually did that. Like, I think the tap dancing is weird. Like, we were talking about, that's like a skill that you have. Was he good at it? Because um, kids will flail around and do anything. That's a really good question. Can't ask Cindy. She's Can't. not trustworthy. <laughs> yeah, she's going to she's gonna be biased. I don't know. But if he's doing it at the Chinese restaurant, confirmed by me chopsticks. because that's funny. Um, yeah, and I, I think I think the stuff before, like, he went to the doctor and the TV crew made a big deal about it is really the most credible stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, it's like, if he met his his daughter, then he's going to say, like, 
I know you. Yeah. And because he it's like, it's a lot of attention. It's He's going like, along with it. That's cool. Yeah. But beforehand, when he was just being a weirdo, four years old, mm-hmm. that's very convincing. That's very convincing. And I think it's um, creepy that, well, none of it's creepy. It's all normal. <laughs> none of this is creepy. Um, but I think it's, it's creepy. I like, I like the addition of being able to choose your family. Mm. And I, we never find out, like, if Marty Martinson knew Cindy. He says that, the kid did, but she was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Or Well, Marty knew a past Cindy oh. before Cindy died and became Cindy. Because what if he knew Cindy as, like, an older lady? Yeah. And she died way before he did. Maybe she was, like, one of his wives or something. Weird. Anyway, you like want to hear about James? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear about James. <laughs> Let's talk about James over here. He's the other uh, most famous one. Our friend James Leininger. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was born in 1998. So he is younger than me. Anyway, um, he was born to a Protestant couple. So important to know that they didn't already believe in this stuff. Oh, yeah. That's why I mentioned it, too. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, oh, if. Maybe if you were Hindu and you were already like, this wouldn't be as weird. Right. Yeah. To them. Yeah. Absolutely. So Bruce and Andrea, they are living in Louisiana. Uh, and then they notice by the time James is two years old, two, he's like in love with toy planes. Loves toy planes. Well, look. Little kids got fixations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, so his dad took him to the Kavanaugh Flight Museum, and he was just, like, so into it. And he was extra into the World War II exhibit, which, again, two-year-old boy being into planes. Being into World War II specifically. World War II specifically is weird. Yeah. Well, is it? Well, as a two-year-old, it is. Yeah. Because okay. why would you even know the difference between exhibits? This is true. This is true. But that one, he really liked. Sure. Um, But then he started to have repeated nightmares recurring one might say uh of a horrible plane crash and he would like wake up screaming and he would he would scream airplane crash on fire little man can't get out and like thrash around oh my god ew and they're like my child is two years old he should not know about airplane crashes on fire little man can't get out being on on fire yeah you can look at a plane and not know that they crash in horrible wars and then he would like take his toys and like slam them into the coffee table and like say like airplane crash on fire over and over again ah so they're like our child needs some extra intervention this is he must have seen something on the tv yeah this is bad mm-hmm. um so they asked him about this like what happened in this crash little james and he said that uh he was a pilot okay and that his plane crashed after hit it had been shot down by japanese forces Oh, so he just told him. He's like, oh, yeah, here's what's up. Which is very specific. <laughs> Again, like, what? What do you know about World War II, two-year-old? He went to the museum? He went to the museum, but he can't read. Anyway, I just I just find it very strange if his dad was like, and then the U.S. went to war with Japan and many people died. Yeah. But some people do. I mean, I don't know their parents. Anyway, but that also he had flown off of a boat and the dad was like, What's the name of this boat? And he said, Natoma. Okay. And they were like, okay. And his dad was like, that sounds kind of Japanese to me. And James was like, no, 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 no. It's an American boat. Okay. And then he said that he piloted a plane called a Corsair, 
very specific, okay. and that his nickname was Little Man. <gasps> little Man can't get out. <gasps> James' little name was Little Man. Yeah, James' little name was, was Little Man. <laughs> James's past self, his nickname was Little Man. Okay. And they were like, uh, okay, we gotta do some research. Mm-hmm. Bruce was like, I'm on this. And so he looked up Natoma, and he found out that there was an American aircraft carrier called the USS Natoma Bay that was used in World War II. Oh my god, so that like, plane would have been on a boat. The plane was on a boat, and it took off from the boat. Oh my god. And so they asked him, like, who is Little Man? Like, can you give him a, a name? Like, who is this guy? And he, all he would say is, me, or it's James. And they were like, you're not helping. <laughs> yeah. So Well, he's two. He's so. two. Um, and then his parents were like, can you remember anybody else that was friends with Little Man? With you. And he said, yeah, I knew a guy named Jack Larson. The last name. You gotta love last name. The last name is so creepy. Yeah. I just got creeped out a little bit. Yeah. Because the last name. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a couple months later, his dad was just, like, looking through this book that he was actually going to give as a Christmas present mm-hmm. called The Battle for Iwo Jima in 1945. Okay. Because this kid is obsessed with World well, War Well, he was II. actually going to give it to his, like, dad. Oh. But I guess his family's into World War II. So yeah, my dad's into World War II, I guess. Could influence the kid a little bit. Yeah. But um clearly they got more into World War II after their kid was like, I was a pilot and I died. Um and so he was looking through it and it uh it had a picture of like an aerial view of the base of this island in Japan where like this volcano is, and little kid comes over, little James, and is like, That's where my plane was shot down. Uh. (laughs) And dad was like, Oh what? James is like, my plane got shot on that dormant volcano. Not on the volcano, but at that island. Oh, my God. Um, and so James is like, I am looking into this. This is my new passion. So he talked to a veteran who had fought at, like, on this Natoma Bay ship, was part of that. And he remembered a pilot named Jack Larson, the friend. And he was like, yeah, uh, one day Larson just flew off, though, and he never returned. So I don't know what happened to him. You can't talk to him. And um, so that was a dead end. And then James kept having nightmares, right? And so they called Carol Bauman, who was like a author who wrote about children's past life memories. So one of us. One of, one of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she said, okay, here's how you do this. Here's how you talk to a kid who has this going on. You just like affirm everything. Okay. You tell them it's real. You say it's okay. Okay. That they are safe, they're not that person anymore, yeah. but, like, all the things you're saying are true, mm-hmm. which could also influence how a kid thinks about stuff. Absolutely. Remember the yeah. preschool, the McMartin preschool thing with the Satanism? Anyway, yeah. children are very easily influenced. Yeah. But it did help his nightmares because oh. it convinced him that he wasn't that guy anymore. So it, it worked this time. Yeah, it That's worked good. for him. It worked for him. Uh, I don't know how he is now, but... God, I wish I could talk to him. I wish he was interviewing him. Yeah, just a... Just a real fucked up early 20s-something. Who is it, though? Yeah. Anyway, um, so when he got old enough to draw, he drew hundreds of battle scenes involving planes. And yes. he always signed them James Three. Come on. Yep. And when they were like, why did you sign this James Three? Like, it didn't refer to his age because at that point he was four years old. And he was like, oh, it's because I'm the third James. <gasps> and... He kept signing it that way. And I have sent you a photo okay. of this drawing. Okay. It's on your Facebook. Okay. Yeah. I pull it up. I want, can you describe it? 
Yeah, let me just, let me just, let me just. It'll be on the gram. Look, the, the live actual... reveal. The live reveal. Okay. So this is a photo. Mm-hmm. Of a child's drawing. This is a child's drawing of, it looks like, okay, it's an airplane getting shot at, I think, I think it's bullets. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the thing is behind it that's a circle with propellers. Maybe it's, they didn't have helicopters. Maybe it's a, it's a bomb? Bomb? Maybe. Plane? Fire? Oh, like a bomb coming down? Or maybe, yeah, maybe it's just fire. And it does say James 3 on the bottom, mm-hmm. which is very disconcerting. Yeah. What? Okay, so that adds another element. That adds another that element. That all your reincarnations are named the same thing? Not necessarily. And they were all Jameses? Well, this is specific to him. Okay. So I'll tell you. Um, because his dad got really into the research at this point, and he started contacting more veterans and, like, historians, and he attended uh, the first Natoma Bay reunion. Oh. Which is, like, a weird thing to do as a rando. Yeah, that's a very stolen valor kind of thing to do. It's but his not... son did die. Yes. In... James 3 was there. James 3, James 2 was there. James 2 was there, excuse me. Yeah. So he learned that Jack Larson actually, like, survived the war. And there were people who knew him, but he didn't go to the reunion. So he actually, like, found out how to contact this Jack. Well, my God. Guess what, Jack? Hey, Jack. You remember your friend that exploded? That's him. Remember? Remember? Um, Because he still didn't know the name of this guy. And so he met up with Jack Larson. Mm -hmm. And he, like, talked to him about this battle, Iwo Jima, and the island that they were at and whatever. And he was like, oh, yeah, only one person died during that battle. (gasps) And that was a 21-year-old man, a pilot (gasps) from Pennsylvania named James M. Hudson Jr. First James? Oh, so he's the third James. Was his dad. Yep, Jr. And he actually was James. So, so when they, were, when they asked him what it was that little man's name. James. It's James. It's my name. It's James. Little man. Wait, did he confirm the nickname? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he was called. He had the same kind of plane, the Corsair plane that the little kid mentioned. Uh, it crashed just like how he said it was shot down by Japanese forces. Um, and they were like attacking transport vessels or something that day. And then also Larson was the pilot flying next to him during that strike. So the one person he could remember was the other pilot with him. It's irrefutable proof that he was a pilot from World War II. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now he's like an Eagle Scout or something. So, you know, I don't know. Oh, the kid? Yeah. Great. Um, it's, it's great. Does he want to be a pilot? Like what? Nope, he's just a, a kid. Yeah, reincarnation he's is a real. Yep. So, and this is another one where they learned all this stuff, mm-hmm. wrote it all down, because and he did all this research, met all these people, and then at the very end they figured out who it was. Yeah. So it wasn't like they told him, and then he was all trying to make it fit. Yeah. Yeah. So right into, do you believe? Are you convinced? Um, I am. I don't know. I mean, like, it's one of those things where it would be nice if it was real, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Like, it would be, it would be nice to know that we come back. Mm-hmm. Um, it raises some questions, like, what happens when humans go extinct? 
Um, what yeah, are dude, souls? Well, if you go into like Buddhism or yeah. Hinduism, they have explanations for that. Oh, but just for the phenomena, yeah, no idea. And if it's just a brain thing, no. Clue. What if it's just a brain thing? What? Because are, here's, what? Here's the thing. Because if brains are energy waves, yeah, that we float at each other, and ghosts are like projections of brain shit. Whatever. This is all fake. Could a baby brain and, like, old brain combine? And you just get memories and thoughts. Like a- but a dead- but a dead- Just like a ghost, you see a ghost walking around, but instead of seeing a ghost, you get their memories. This ghost implanted his memories in this baby. I'm just saying it's another option. Wow. Or or that's who he was, and he, he died, and he came back. Just because I've never heard the first one, which is something that you just came up with. That was just from me. That was just from you. And I really appreciate <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. I love any theories about ghosts. Like, Look, I it's really... all energy. It's all waves. It's all fucking vibrations. It's all baby. vibrations. It's all so if you cross the vibes, if you if you congrangulate the wavelengths. Wait, have... Okay, here's another question. Yeah. Are they... Are the people... So my people are both American, at least. So, yeah, so was he. And both of those people are American. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's also a location thing. Well, maybe if they pick, maybe they're comfortable being American. Yeah. And they don't want to try something new, so they just go back. Do you think James picked? Potentially. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he was like, there's a James I can get behind. I mean, Ryan did, so. Why not everybody have the ability to pick? Yeah. Who would? Hmm. Um, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. I, I super I'm in believe it. it. I'm in it. I think there are a lot of people that you like say hey i bet you're you know someone a famous person i bet you're like ann taylor and a kid's like yes i am i'm gonna do all the things to try to be that yeah and that's not but when all this stuff happens before and the kid is just saying shit and it actually comes together yeah yeah i mean i mean yeah it's really scary it's very scary but also kind of cool and also i uh, are you convinced about me? Was I a Rococo French pirate <laughs> lass who, who drowned in an ocean at night? I mean, I will be if you just tell me why you decided to come back as you. Why you chose to come back as you. Look at me. It's fucking true. Why? Who wouldn't want to? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, do you believe that I'm a new soul? I think so, because that's why you have this openness, these options... Because you're you're striking a new path. You've never been a pirate. You don't know. You don't know. Man. I but then like again, you do have like, like a weird know. fear of Elmo. So you might be like Jim Henson or something. No, my dad put that in with... No, my dad <laughs> made that happen. He thought it was funny. Yeah. He thought Elmo was funny. So that's my dad is a reincarnated, you know, some sort of like 1850s puppet master. Very possible. Child, child catcher was the image that came to my mind. <laughs> Big net. <laughs> then like a little trolley, then maybe. Yeah. But I I don't know. Maybe I'm a new soul. Maybe you're a new soul. Or maybe you just got to think about it harder. Think about those memories. Think about weird fears you got. Really, for me, it was the weird fear. Because I can't explain that one. I could also just be weird. That is really weird, though. I also don't like big art in small rooms. Okay. Um... 
I'm really just <laughs> sorry. I'm trying to wrap up, but I'm really just like thinking yeah. about how you were reincarnated. Yeah, I'm reincarnated. It's just the truth. I think you should go to a uh, one of these people. That oh my god, past life regression. But <sighs> meditating is so hard. But what? Meditating is so hard. I don't think they like hypnotize you. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, and we do. That's real. People respond to hypnotism. So anyway, mm-hmm. um. Spooky shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you would like some more of this, why don't you follow our Instagram? It's like, you know, it's, it's like, there. You know, yeah. There's going to be that plane drawing, probably. Yeah. I'm going to put the plane drawing up and you can send us messages. Oh, I just like to shout out our one fan, A Storm in August, <gasps> who uh, leaves comments. Um, I don't know who you are. I don't know your name. It's wild. But I know who what your username is, and you're very kind to us. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. you. And um, I just hope that everyone's doing really well. It's a rough time. And if you have an idea for something spooky you want to hear about that can make you feel better, um, which the spooky things make me feel better all the time, then mm-hmm. let us know. Um, and you can send that to spookyshitpod.gmail.com at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And then, or you could just DM us on Instagram because that's like gonna be way yeah. easier. And it's shittober, so like get spooky, fools. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna keep them rolling. We're gonna we're gonna have this is one episode, and we're gonna have another one. There'll probably be another one, maybe more, maybe more. We can't commit to anything. Cannot commit. But we are content creators. We are. We film this whole thing. Sorry, sorry, sorry about, <laughs> sorry about that. Unfortunately, we have. Yeah, it's done. Okay, bye. Bye.